Whitney Houston to start us off. I want to dance with somebody here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Morning to you folks. Nine minutes past six o'clock and a very happy Blue Monday. Oh, it is Blue Monday. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, happy Blue Monday, everybody. This is it. Waking up happy on the most Monday. depressing day of the year. The third Monday of January, traditionally the uh, the time you're most broke. Yeah. Most fed up. And, yeah, uh, Christmas long since gone, payday still long, far away in the distance oh, and yeah. never, never land. Yeah, so that's what it is, it's Blue Monday, I forgot all about it, oh jeepers almighty, there you yeah. I suppose the only advantage is the edge has taken off Blue Monday a bit this year because... it's all Blue Mondays, <laughs> they're all Blue Mondays. It's been blooming blue every day for months on end. Gee, yeah, I suppose, yeah, what's the difference really this time around? Yeah. That's exactly. the ultimate trying to be positive and getting it wrong, isn't it? Sure, what's the point? Don't worry about Blue Monday this year. Sure, isn't every day the same sort of misery all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's no worse than a normal day. Yeah, I think that's what's called a false positive, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Probably. Anyway, oh, listen, right. folks. I mean, hopefully we can take the edge off your own Blue Monday if you're thinking of, if you're thinking of having a Blue Monday. If you're thinking you That's have no amazing, choice. Isn't it? Waking up thinking, oh, something I think I'll be absolutely... Ro- I think I'll hit rock bottom today. We should get people to get out of bed now today and just be deliberately miserable. <laughs> get up and start grumbling at everybody. Decide you're going to grumble at the first person you see. So the first person to say, good morning, go, ah, who asked you? Encourage a bit of grumbliness. I tell you something. It could have been, uh, you know, could have been a very, very Blue Monday. Uh, were it not for the uh, the old football yesterday, I'm if, that, you. if that had gone the wrong way, I know we may not have even shown up for work. Oh, it was brilliant, though, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, it wasn't the worst. Why I thought I had a good time. I have to say, I mean, like those, they were very lucky. Those the old rat nibbling scousers got away with that one. Now I have to say, <laughs> but I will. But uh, good, the great L rivalry. I love the L rivalry. But I the have banter. to say, it's some crack. Yeah. 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 And anyway, that, you got off the hook there. Yeah, you rat nibbling gits. So we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> Well, so much for so much for the idea of you know like look at all 50-50 share you know spoils shared there you go fair you know yeah. all that no PJ straight in with your rat nibbling gets. come on wait you see wait you see entitlement FC now all over the text messages how dare you what have you no <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was you. That was your determination to make it a Blue Monday for any of the scouts. Like, yeah, I'm poking the bear, you see. That's what it is. Well, you see, all the abuse will come in and go, now I feel like I'm having an appropriate <laughs> Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Thank you for the abuse. Bruno Mars, just the way you are here at Classic Hits. Quarter past six. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Even though it is Blue Monday, we're going to do our best to wake you up happy on this uh, Monday, 18th of January. About to do the birthdays. And I think it's a good selection for you. Very good. But I think this is. I think this will not be a Blue Monday for you on the birthdays. I... I feel this could be a winning day. Oh, all right. So this is very good then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, first up, it is Hollywood legend Kevin Costner. Kevin, oh, yeah, Kevin Costner. The man who spent more money on movies um, to just sort of walk around with a gloomy face on him. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It wasn't Waterworld like the most expensive movie ever made at the time? I think it was. I think it's officially the most expensive piece of rubbish ever created. I enjoyed it. I know, and now I'm not defending it as a good movie or anything, but I did enjoy it. Yeah. Do you know that way? You know the way sometimes you're... I'd say, do you know something? I'd say Kevin Costner, right? He had Waterworld on his resume. Yeah. And I'd say then that open water thing came out and he finally went, oh, thank God for that. 
Yeah. Oh, thank for oh, oh, wow. Well, at least I'm not responsible for, like, maybe the worst movie ever made. And then he got another bang of the fear when he realised it was the cheapest movie ever made. He was like, oh, God, I spent... Oh, my God. I spent yeah. billions. Don't, don't, don't say that about the budget. Billions, yeah. So stop But uh, to be fair, I mean, he does, yeah. He is a little bit sort of... I don't know what it is about him. I was going to say... I mean, you know, he's in lots of different types of movies or whatever. He's trying to be Roger Moore and he's not talented enough. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what it is. He's not talented talk about, enough. Talk about damning somebody with... Excuse me. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. No, he's trying to do the whole... Eyebrow tilt means, you know, how my complex emotions are being displayed on my face, you know. Big but movies, though, when you think big, about it. Big, big like, movies, yeah. Like, like Field of Dreams, that was a bit iconic, I wasn't know, it, at the time? And was he in The Postman as well? I think he might have been in The Postman. The Postman? Yeah, the post-apocalyptic Postman. Do you remember that? No, I don't you remember see, that. The, well, there you go. The, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was him. Someone has got to correct me, but I was pretty sure it was The Postman. No, it could be. And then, you know, your favourite movie, Dances with Wolves. What a ridiculous... <laughs> Like, what? Ludicrous. I was trying to teach the wolves to make coffee on Saturday at 7 p.m. Then I realized the wolves have no interest in me being a coffee-drinking human being. You're like, this is the b- most boring movie I've ever heard seen in my life. Uh, I hey, say, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Oh, he's a oh, bit... look at that. Apparently he sings a bit of country music. Likes to do a bit of country music warbling. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, I put $200 fairness. million dollars into a flop. Yeah, that's the basis of it. Waterworld was the basis yeah, of a country music yeah, album. Yeah. There was nowhere for the crew to stand. What was I thinking? <sighs> anyway, a couple of Oscars under his belt. Right, uh, what are you going for? I say he's like 66. Yes! Oh, look at that! That's it then. The job is done. I can give you the win now. How because you know? Because there's two significant birthdays that you can't possibly get wrong. One of which... No, I've done... Uh, hold on. No, I've gotten that no, wrong No, no, I know, I know, no. But these ones are current. Well, one of them is very current anyway. I'm, so in you the can't gas, I still just don't have faith in myself on this, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's do it. It is a very blue Monday for uh, for this man, uh, and he's very happy about it. Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola, is it a significant birthday for him? Significant birthday for him. For and Pep Guardiola. Of course, he uh, has just put Crystal Palace to the sword yesterday. Yes, he did. Second he in the Premier him. League with a game in hand. Unbelievable stuff, isn't it? Looks like it's all going City's way at it's the all, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit of momentum coming back to them. It's yeah. good to see because you know I like I, well, like I like Pep. I like Pep. He yeah. seems all right, yeah. And uh, you know anything that puts the the liver puddles um, <laughs> sort into, of a, into some sort of d- declining form, <laughs> and and fear makes me sort of think, yeah, the world can't be too bad, even on a blue yeah. Monday. Uh, so, and in fairness, you know that that Barcelona side alone, you know, ah, yeah, it was worth it just to see them play definitely. during Pep's era. Uh, what what is he then? He's uh, come on. See, the thing is, he could be a lot older than he looks. You know, I'm going to say 60. Are you, are you winding me up now? Are you deliberately trying to wind me up, are you? I kind of... <laughs> 50. Well, you're not getting it now for saying 60 first. Why didn't you? Why would you think the man was 60? Because I thought he looks older. A young fish. I thought he looks a lot younger than he was. Oh, for God's sake. I thought he was, looked a lot younger than he was. And to have the job he has and only be 50, I was like, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, 50 And he played is. back in Mexico and all at the time when... With uh, Maradona and all... No, not Maradona, it was way after Maradona. Yeah. <laughs> way after. Oh, my God. Oh, right, here, redeem yourself. It is the birthday... Of Leo Varadkar. Oh, is it? Today. And a significant birthday no. for him. Ah, for God's sake. Not right. for him, no. Okay, I think me and Leo are around roughly the same age. Right. 
He's 46. He's 42. Farting japers. <laughs> Fart. What made you think you were... What? What? What was in your mind that made you think you were the same age as I him? I just thought we were around the same age. Yeah, well, around. We're not really at all. You're I'm only 46 what? this year. R- okay. Right, what oh, about this then? This trust is... Leo to let me down. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, what about I'm Samantha... i never voting for Fina Gale. Never did, but... <laughs> what about Samantha Mumba? Oh, Samantha Mumba. Okay, right. Samantha Mumba. Is this yeah. significant birthday? No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I see that my downfall has begun. It's, look, uh, no, there's a significant birthday still to come. But in fairness, you were at this stage, you were supposed to have... Guardiola in the bag I yeah. thought and when you got Kevin Costner I thought this is it's it over, it's over yeah. he's got it nailed I may as well give him the win now if I was a bookie I'd have paid out yeah thank god I didn't oh god anyway uh, so Samantha Mumba <laughs> yeah well, I mean what can you say about Samantha Mumba yeah uh, that famous she's well she's yeah she she kind of has done it all but has. just not very much of any of it yeah, like she's done the number ones, she's done the Hollywood, she's done the Hollywood thing, yeah. She's done the living in LA, carry on and all of that. Yeah. Car- Who was the guy she married? Wasn't it? Is uh, he an American footballer or something? I don't know. Was he the fella from Desperate Housewives or something like that? I oh. don't know. Maybe it was him. I don't yeah. know, man. Honestly, I don't really know. And then there was the Spider Man dress. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that was a very saucy. Very saucy. Very saucy dress, mm. yeah. That was a. Must have a Google now. Yeah. Remember what was going on there. Uh, I'd say. She's like 42. 38. Oh, for facts. Jeeping on a mom. How'd she squeeze all that into it? Just go, see what I mean? She did a lot. She did. It's kind of like broad. A bra, yeah. Rather than deep. She did a, a little bit of loads of things. A little bit of loads of things. Imagine, retired at 38. She's not bad. Like, not bad. Oh, well, now she's probably called mad going, I'm selling tickets. I like, very show. dare you. Retired. Right. And this was then meant to be the piece de resistance. This was meant to be your crowning glory. Because oh. it's a significant birthday for one Peter Beardsley. Oh, is it? <laughs> is it? Poor Peter Beardsley. Super footballer, to be fair to him. Yeah, brilliant. One yeah. of Newcastle's finest and, and all the, the rest and of And his mammy still cut his hair and all the way through his career. He got so much stick. Oh, he did. For literally being, let's say, not the most handsome man mm. in the world. It was the haircut. It was the bowl haircut. I mean, that's how you get attention to yourself, isn't it? That yeah. bowly haircut. And then... You know, he looked like a kind of a cartoon character because he had a bowly haircut that nearly looked like it was going to cover his eyes and then the sort of Dennis the Menace sort of smile underneath it. He looked Remember like there used, be, there used to be a thing where the, him and your man Luke Chadwick that used to play for yeah, United for a while. That's right, and they, yeah. It was just, oh my God, the abuse they got was ferocious. Unreal, yeah. Like, Luke Chadwick, though, looked like he was going out starting fights on the weekend just for the crack, didn't he? Well... He looked a bit like he used to remind me of your man Plug from the Bash. Yeah, Kids. oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Have <laughs> oh, was that. he even in the Bash? Anyway, whatever. Plug was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, the two of them together looked like they could have been mates in the Bash Tree Kids. When you start growing teeth outside your mouth, um, but I'd say Peter Beardsley. Well, he's sixty. So, yes, he is. Yeah, he's sixty. Yes, he of course, is. he is. Yeah. Happy oh, very birthday! I can't believe you, Pep Guardiola. Can't believe it. Messing it up on you. Can't believe that, and the fact that Samantha Mum is so young and. I mean, it all went south. And Leo Varadkar's younger than you are. And, Leo, and, and the only one I get right is the fella I can't... I don't really... Be, oh, my God, Kevin Costner. And he's got... I'm going to give myself a wedgie in the corner here, if you don't mind. Now you're up to date on the home of 90s and night with Nicky Hayes. Weeknights from 7. This is Classic Hits. Thank you, John. And look at this. It is your day. 
Blue Monday. Literally the most depressing negative day <laughs> of the year. I don't buy into that sort of nonsense at all. <laughs> People label things all the time, and it's Shock. Like, this is great, isn't it? I know, yeah. So, yeah, because I was about to say, like, do you, does John celebrate Blue Monday? I don't celebrate anything. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you're right. Certainly, don't indulge in people's misery as well. If that's what we're right, oh. no, we just we didn't know you're whether this, you would regard this as being, you know. A day when you could bring the rest of the world to your way of looking the at sheer, things. The sheer torpor that is life is reminded <laughs> in every turn we, we make, in every journey we, we, we undertake every single day. Wow. We don't need one particular Blue Monday simply to illustrate the fact that life is, quite frankly, a big pile of you-know-what. <laughs> <laughs> there, ladies and gentlemen, oh. is... The perfect summary of your Blue Monday. Why, you are welcome. You. Remember, all of those thoughts are acceptable today. <laughs> Candy Stadden, Young Hearts Run Free. Baby, one more time from Britney Spears ahead in that 20 to 7. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Even if it is Blue Monday. By the way, somebody actually WhatsApped in is John Agoth. <laughs> no, right, no, definitely not. I don't think you'd be into that nonsense either, to be honest with you. Yeah, on the basis of what appears to be his celebration of... Well, of, it seems um, to be a lack of ability yeah. to celebrate anything at all, really. He does, yeah. No, he's just he's just generally a sort of an angry man, really. It's great, isn't it? It's great, it's, it's great crack. He's an angry, depressed man. It's, yeah, I don't know what the, but it's very entertaining. Well, we find it very he's entertaining. Great crack, anyway. yeah. He's so articulate, that's the thing. It's, uh, he's so articulate when it comes to the descriptions of misery. Nobody is as articulate. Yeah. He's the, Nobody puts that much effort in. He's literally the opposite, the direct opposite to the Dalai Lama. He's the Johnny Lama. <laughs> You know, it's brilliant. He's the yin to the yang. Yeah. So Blue Monday it is. But listen, uh, to try and take the edge off, it is Double Money Monday on the Hitbit. We've got €1,700 Euro for you to play for. In a little over an hour's time, uh, we'll be playing for that uh, €1,700 Euro in cash. We're kind of anticipating it will go. We're expecting it to go normally when the clue goes out there. Yeah, although it's going to last now nearly a couple of weeks, is it? Mm. Two weeks? Yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? Big is the clue, though, if you want to have a go or have a bash at it. Yeah, absolutely. And Classic Hit Study uh, for the previous guests, as always, Magic Mike will be standing by. Whenever you feel like you want to let him know that you're uh, you're into it, you want to play, you want to take the cash... 087-188-0008, just let them know on WhatsApp. Also, of course, uh, Breakfast Table Quiz kicking off again today. Another one of our highly exclusive Classic Hits PJ and Jim hoodies up for grabs. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Though the more than we give away, the less exclusive they're becoming. Yeah, I think we're into double numbers at least anyway. We've crossed the threshold there, that's for sure. And uh, whatever's going on for you, if you feel like getting in touch, 087-188-0008, some of the things on WhatsApp. Uh, somebody was saying that apart from the, the obvious uh, big game yesterday, the, the United-Liverpool thing... What a cracker. They thought that um, that you might have cast a casual eye over the result of the Brighton-Leeds game. I didn't. Do you know something? I never probably paid best, any attention probably to Probably best we don't visit that. I don't know. what. Because what... otherwise we may never get you I back I don't think down. that could have happened, sure, but Leeds aren't in the Premier League. <laughs> so I don't know what, how you think they could have met. You know... Probably best to leave that they alone. They had a couple of adventure games, uh, I think they're called, where yeah. they were humiliated. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that then. Because, uh, you know, if, if yeah, you might lose the run yourself. You'll be like a, a kid that's just had eight bags of Skittles. Oh God, now we have to check it. Now you've been all excited here. Come on now. While you're chatting there, Prior to that, what was uh, what was what was gathering your, a, look at your, it, your thoughts? I'm sorry, Jim, I'm in the middle of something. No. 
It's true, we've opened. It's Pandora's box. Hold on, what table was that? Oh, that was it. One. Oh, thank you, Pat. Now did I miss that one? Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know we'll how that's going Blue Monday, me eye. This is the best ever day in the world in the history of Januaries that has ever happened. Isn't it? Yes. Yes. How do you look at him pretending he's not happy? You look at him. No, I'm just saying. No, not at all. I'm just saying, you know, they're. I was trying to be. I'm trying to be level. You know, I'm trying to be. Why are you doing that? <laughs> you know. We're not a state. Don't alienate anybody. Why not? <laughs> Why don't you want to? Say with us, come on. We, we're allowed to do that. We don't have to be impartial. We're not a state broadcaster. Look, you can say <laughs> things like that. Yeah. No, I didn't mean. I just meant in terms of trying to balance. You know, you, you were the man who mentioned yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you want to go the full yang yang. Let some Up other. Yang. Let some other station full of softies be the yin. We'll be the yang all day long. Yeah, fair point, I you suppose. I mean, there's plenty of elves stations out plenty there. Plenty of to go round. And commiserations to people who see things differently to us. Oh, shove it up your leads, Jersey. Blondie's Heart of Glass here at Classic Hits. Eight and a half minutes past seven on this uh, Monday, 18th of January. Blue Monday, they're telling us, of course, traditionally the uh, the lowest. The poxiest day of the year. <laughs> the poxiest is what it is. Uh, why do I bother trying to find, you know, Gentler ways of easing people into these things, and you come in with your because you're trying size tens. You're, you're trying to protect them from the poxiness <laughs> of a blue Monday. Anyway, we're, we are trying to protect you from it. We are trying to make it better for you because uh, we're hoping that Blue Monday will turn out to be a cracking Monday for somebody uh, on the hit bit. It is Double Money Monday, seventeen hundred euro. We have up for grabs on the hit bit. That's on the way. And look at this. Who knows, right? Maybe. You'll get a cheer from finding out that your county is one of the most livable in the whole country. Yeah, they've done this index. So every every year they do those sort of livability in the world indexes. You know those mm. things. And it's like, where's the best place in the world to live? And it's always these Scandinavian countries that sort of top the bill, whatever it is. I don't know why. Yeah, Denmark I mean, and their Hure. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I haven't been to those countries. Like, they are great and they're the people are lovely and... The streets are clean and the li- living is good and it's easy and it's just very boring. Like I mean, it, like it always reeks of oh, isn't everything marvelous and nobody's having the crack? You know, you know. Yeah. Plus, I, I mean, I always wonder about those countries that have, you know, six months of darkness and stuff. Oh, jeepers! Like, really? Like, look at how hard it is here, and yeah. like we still get to sneak out. In the middle of the day, effectively, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I know what you're saying. I, I do. So what they've done this year is they've given us uh, the Irish breakdown county by county. Oh, so right. Okay, know, so this is just about Ireland, right? So this is the livability index as according to Ireland only. Now, they didn't include the six counties up above, unfortunately. Okay. So it's the 26. The remaining 26 counties. Right. Um, that most people listening to this show so are So what in. we're interested in are the best and obviously the worst. Yeah, we want to have a look at what to where, where you don't want to be going as well. Uh, so I have them here. Right. And it takes in everything. It takes in, like, your your closeness to am, uh, amenities, you know, um, how picturesque it is, house prices, all of that. So everything is kind of taken into it, right? Right. Uh, so here you go. Well, we start at number 10 and go down. Do you, do you want to do a top 10? Well, we don't, you don't have to officially well, do it, or Yeah, because I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I have to say, I'm sort of, intri- of course I want to know what came out best, but I'm also, I'm also, 
I'm intrigued by what came out worst. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I'll give you a quick rundown. Or maybe I'll give you a top five then, as much makes it easier. Go on, then. Away. So here you go. Jim McCabe, you'd be delighted to know Wicklow in the top five of wow. the most living, most nice counties to live in Ireland. Is that only since I moved there? No, it's only <laughs> since last year. So maybe maybe now that you've moved into a gaff around the corner so when people can't see it, it's gone up the... Yeah. Well, it's got up the radar a bit. Ever since they got me off the main street. Yeah, they're not there <laughs> now. putting people off. Then suddenly, top five. <laughs> hey, they'd be there. Wow. Yeah. So I guess there's, so there you go. And of course, Wicklow, we know, is a very desired county with all the people trying to sneak into it exactly. on the weekend. Yeah, get back to your own dens of iniquity. Oh, I would say, who do people at Wicklow think they are? F- charging people 100 quid in. <laughs> Tell you, is it? there's a business in that. I'm telling you, isn't it mad though? Wasn't it all those sneaky yeah. fellas trying to get into Wicklow over the Crazy. weekend? It was mad, absolutely mad. Uh, so there you go, Wicklow. Then number four, Cork. Uh, Cork, we all knew Cork was going to score kind of highly. Um, to give you the rundown of why Cork is there, um, residents of County Cork have access to the facilities uh, of the second largest city. The results uh, also say it's long coastline. Puts it in because of natural amenities. Amenities. Mm. Um, the fact that it's one of the sunniest counties in Ireland. Uh, and house prices and all of that sort of cracks. So the Cork scores really highly. Wow. So well done, Cork. I call you. Okay, in a weird sort of way, I'm almost surprised. Fourth is high, but I, I thought it might have been a contender for number one. No, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? Yeah. Cork is scoring below the next county shocks me, right? Right. What is the next county? Donegal is, is number three. Donegal. Literally. Very picture skew and all that, but I, know, I mean, but literally Brexit on one side and the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean on the other. I mean, the most yeah, ignored a... county in Ireland when it comes to the government and everything. And it's a bit, you know, no one in it. Parts of it are a bit isolated. Very isolated. It's cut off. It's so cut off. I'm like very it's a surprised. first difficult place to get to. Mind yeah. you, that's there's a dub talking there now. <laughs> ah, yeah, it is though. Yeah. Oh, gee, you have to go through. You have to go through the strabans and borders, and you have to do all kinds of counties. Yeah, I'm surprised by that back. now. Yeah. Because, I mean, even Donegal people themselves are always complaining that they're forgotten about. Nobody pays any attention to them and everything, yeah? yeah. I know, I'm really surprised. I, obviously, it's just it's just the Daniel factor. It, it is, it's definitely that. Just having Daniel puts you into the top three. I suppose if you've only four people living there, and two of them are famous goalkeepers, and then the singers, <laughs> and two of them are famous singers, you go, right, Yeah. I, I, this isn't a bad place to live altogether. Uh, number three, or number two is Wexford. Of course it is. Wexford. Ah, yeah, Wexford is a great spot, yeah. The long coastline as well, picturesque, close to Waterford City. It's got all that going on. Horland, good crack, great builders. I suppose, yeah, yeah. Great food, blahs and buns and all of that sort of thing. You have that, you have access to all of that. Yeah, Wexford's a great old spot. Uh, and that means number one is Waterford. Waterford? Yeah, because that Wexford only gets number two because it has access to Waterford <laughs> City. <laughs> Or Waterford's town. So Waterford is the best county in Ireland to live comes, in. When you can put everything in together, because they get the sunshine, the sunny southeast, they get the cheaper gaffs, they get the, the the coastline, they have the city, they have everything they need. They are only a they're only a whispers distance to Cork wow. and Dublin. Yes, yeah, so God, I'd never think of that's. I Waterford's think a bit of a forgotten county for it me. It is, yeah, and I guess that's what they they nick. They're trying to nick the forgotten status off Donegal. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. I, I'm, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, and that's an interesting one there, Waterford. Yeah, fair play. And then if you want to go down the other end of the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, now here's where it gets fun. Right, one, two, three. Who four, gets right. lashed out of it? Leash, 22, is number 22. Leash? Yeah, Leash. Oh, poor old landlocked Leash. A prison. Right, Political there you prisoners, go. political prisoners. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is in Leash. Cavan, 
Oh, the penny pinch. I'm surprised about Cavan. Really? Cavan has some great things going for us. I mean, you know, you've got... Does it, yeah? The Sleeve Russell, and you've got... You know, you've got places. <laughs> See, I would. This is not even. This is where you go. I don't rest my case. This is where I test my case. You put it out there, you Steve. Right. I have to say, I've done nothing but have great crack in Cavan. I actually really yeah, like. I've done I, great I've gigs. I've been to Cavan a few times. I've had some good weekends and stuff there. We're getting controversial now because Damien Farley's coming in late. Oh, Mead. Mead gets hammered. Cord from the bottom. Oh my God. Cord from the bottom. He'll yeah. be absolutely. He'll have burst his spuddies at you know, the prospect of that. You no, know, he'll be saying he'll be like, that's only now because since the dubs moved in now, we've all down here. That's. Ashbourne. That's Ashbourne now, that is. Ashbourne and Navin. He'll be disgusted. Yeah, he'll be disgusted. Oh, my God. That's because all the dubs now in Ashbourne and Navin are turned into an off place. That's what he'll be doing. He'll be, that's, uh, it used to be lovely all around there until you's, your blow-ins. You don't even like, appreciate spuddies or anything. There with your packets of king. Uh, Kildare. Uh, a second from the bottom. I can't believe that. Wow. Kildare, beautiful That's all the spot. money that's in Kildare. Yeah. All the horsey sets and everything and... You've got low like, Japanese gardens yeah, and, and Kildare Village, the shop, a big shopping place, and the yeah. I'm kind of surprised My at General that. General Park, and yeah, I'm very surprised. I thought Kildare was a very affluent kind of sought-after place. I wouldn't have thought it belongs. God, there. I'm surprised by that. Now. Wouldn't have thought it belongs there at all. But Offaly is the worst. Offaly comes in at number oh twenty-six. My God. Poor, poor old Biffos. The poor old Biffos. They have a river running through them, and that seems to be about all else. Not not much else, unfortunately. So if you're living in Offaly... God, I wouldn't have thought Offaly was that. Mind, mind you, when have I ever been to, when have I been to Offaly? Exactly, Jim. I'm trying well, to think. And you know what I mean? Is it like a, a meat provider on your GAA jersey? Oh, my God. I mean, you know, being in Dublin now where they have international banks on the fronts of cooler jerseys, I'd be mortified. Wow. Yeah, I know. So Offaly, Offaly at the bottom... And um, and Waterford at the top. Yeah, my part, my grandfather from Offaly. Do you know something? He'd actually be proud of this. He? Yeah, there you go. Now, now it's some of the, so you can stay where you are, right? Stay there. We're now. happy enough here. We still have the best rashers, and nobody's allowed to even know about them. Beautiful South and Perfect 10, 20 past 7 here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for the WhatsApps, 087 Following on from this disclosure, this survey of apparently the most livable counties in Ireland, Waterford. Coming out on top and and awfully coming out on the bottom. Yeah. Extraordinary. But anyway, some of the things uh, somebody's texted in, it's an awfully bad place to live. I, 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 it had to happen, didn't it? <laughs> and also, the other thing, the other thing that was bound to happen, right, what we knew would happen was this kind of a thing that come, came in. Nowhere comes even close to Cork for number one, lads. They just didn't put it there to keep the riffraff out. Yeah, you see, you know that. Yeah. I love how co- the, proud Cork, Cork lads are. couldn't turn around and go, oh, fair play now, would you? Two are top four. We're fourth in the whole country. That's great, isn't it? No, they had to go, what? Yeah, We're not number one. And to make it worse, Waterford, that's what the text message I got there from Collie. Is there what? And to make it worse. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their neighbours, that, that won't go down well no, at all. No, 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 not happy. Of, not a not bit happy, happy about, about that at People all. are too proud to be letting that happen now. Do we know to be... Uh, Somebody's literally texting, where's Kildare? <laughs> that tells you maybe what went wrong there. Yeah, I know, but Dublin people, that's definitely a dub. I remember, like, we were driving, I think it was, to... Where were we going? Yeah. I think we were driving to Kildare and a friend of mine says, will we be anywhere near May- May- or Roscommon on the way? <laughs> I said, what? He says, yeah, no, I have an auntie there. I might drop in and say hello. It's like, are you actually out of your head? But come here, there's a few, um, uh, a few kind of like bits and pieces, right? That's, um, for a start, obviously, people want to know the big ones. They want to know where was Dublin? 
in the list. Yeah, well, because it didn't. It, it wasn't in the top five. It wasn't in the bottom five. No, so where was it? Just inside the top ten at number eight. Eight. And I'm honestly, I'm kind of surprised. I thought Dublin would be far down because of the house prices alone. Right. To be honest. And then the other thing is about your own county. Where's Mayo? Well, of course Dublin was going to finish higher than Mayo. Come on. Where did uh, Mayo get? 11th. Just 11th. outside the top 10. Oh. So it's a mid-table performer at best, as it is in all such things. <laughs> and then uh, the other one was uh, Leitrim. Is Leitrim on the list? Leitrim so, is on the list. And well, it, there you go. The I, county you said didn't even exist. Well, look, it doesn't exist. We don't know. They, 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 it's featured very poorly, though. Down the bottom half. 19. 19 out of oh. 26. Not great. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, I think somebody's not happy with you speaking about leash, saying it's only fit for a prison. Well, that's what's in it. You know, Paul Leash. There's, there's a good venue in it. Uh, Is that true? There is your mum from Leash. My mum's not from Leash. From Tipperary. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what that's about. Anyway, somebody getting that. Up, obviously, somebody reading your Wikipedia page. Or oh my god, what's on that now? Yeah, <laughs> Who no, knows? no. Yeah, she's from Tipperary. Yeah. yeah. Right, that, I think that about covers it. I think that's everybody's questions answered. Leitrim, Mayo and Dublin were the ones that people were querying for obvious reasons on this show. Were, I can yeah, well for the imagine. rivalries that come along with us. Anyway, look, listen, we're just all happy that if you know if there was a sports table, Mayo would be outside where where's crucial. And Margaret, who's from um, uh, from Oi, obviously, because it's, you know, Margaret um, um, Dunley and from Oi, was on saying um, you have Nevin Maguire in Cavan. Up Cavan. I That's don't know why she'd be a Cavan supporter now. I suppose maybe she's or a Nevin supporter. She's obviously a Nevin supporter. She sees that he makes a lovely plate of fish and goes, I'm all for that now. <laughs> yeah. If that's all it takes, that's what it needs. If you have a fella in your county that can make fish that good, surely that should put them into the top ten. Baby Jane from Rod Stewart here at Classic Hits. Hit bit on the way on a double money Monday. 1700 euro magic mic standing by. Final call to get involved. Let them know you want to play. Standing by on WhatsApp. 087 You could turn your Blue Monday around. On a double money Monday on the Hitbits, if you want to get involved. Uh, also, before we do this next bit, PJ, um, people are still wondering about the uh, the counties thing. Oh, we yeah. Didn't, we never gave a mention to Galway, Limerick or Clare. Oh, they're all there, yeah. They're pretty close, actually. Um, Limerick was 12, though. Just, it was like the dubs. They were right, just kind of middle of the road. Oh, the dubs are in the eight. Uh, yeah, just behind Mayo, Limerick is at 12. I don't know how they'll feel about that. I don't think they'll be happy about <laughs> okay. it. Rightfully so. Galway, surely Galway was high. Well, Galway and Clare were side by side. Clare was seven and Galway was six. Right. Again, shockingly low, I think. I, again, I would have thought, yeah, I, I, as good as it is, Galway and Cork, I thought, would have been even higher on that list. I, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I know. But I anyway, know. there you go. That's that covered now. Tell you something. You know the way that expression, that cliche about life imitating art or whatever that I thing know. is, right? Check this out, okay? This is like, this is absolutely bizarre. If you've ever seen that movie with Tom Hanks, uh, Terminal, I think it's called, but or The that, Terminal. Wasn't that based on a true story? Well, that was well. based on a true story, yeah. exactly. Right. And then this happens. Yeah, so this guy, a California man, uh, he was arrested. On the weekend in O'Hare Airport in Chicago, right? Yeah. For those that don't know, there's quite a distance between the two. Um, so he was arrested. Between, what do you mean, between the two what? Between... Chicago and Los Angeles. Right, okay. It's huge deal. It's about the same as from here to New York, I would assume. That's kind of distance. Uh, and he was, ba- he, was, uh, he was arrested in the airport because somebody went, I think I'm... Has that been around here before? And they went over and asked him for ID and he showed ID... 
And it was the ID of somebody that worked in the airport that they reported it lost in October. You're like, something weird is going on here. It turned out he was supposed to fly back to LA three months ago. And he checked in, went into the airport and went, COVID, I'm terrified of COVID. I'm not going back to California. Don't want to go back to Los Angeles. I'm just going to stay in the airport. And he's been there completely undetected for the last three months. Nobody knew he was in the airport. He went into the departures lounge and he's been swanning around there begging for food, asking passengers for food. Uh, they've been giving him bits and pieces. Oh, so he's, yeah, he's been, had to beg and everything. Yeah, he's So wearing, it's not like he's just been spending his cash, just, just spending it on airport restaurants and vending well, machines he, he or anything. He spent what cash he had up the start of the time. Uh, because he was, he has a master's in hospitality, so he's no Egypt. Yeah. Uh, but he just got totally freaked about COVID, and he decided he was safer in the departures lounge of lounge of O'Hare than anywhere else. Which is kind of extraordinary when you think about all the Travelers. all the bans on international travel all the and everything. On travel, yeah. He decided an airport was the safest place to be. So he stuck a face mask on, <laughs> hid his face, and just wandered around for three months. And was totally undetected. Completely undetected. And no was it, any idea he was there. And was it like, basically, the, you know, the scenes from The Terminal with Tom Hanks? Was it like that, that he was kind of like, you know, finding places to hang out in, sort of behind the scenes? It seems like that, yeah, yeah. That he got, he got a badge, and the badge, even though it was reported stolen, still worked. So he could go into, like, when everyone was going home and into certain areas, he was able to sit down and go to sleep and grab a bit of what was left of a sandwich and he was, and he still thought he was living a better life when he was eventually detected he went to the court and this judge Susanna um, Ortiz I think it is uh, Susanna Ortiz she goes in the court her quote is so, just so I understand you correctly you're telling me an unauthorised non-employee was living in the airport for three months uh, from October 19th to January 16th and nobody knew he was there. I just want to understand this correctly, was the thing. And they were, uh, it's slightly embarrassing for the security team, but yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. You see, I don't think, I mean, like, do you take any notice of anybody in an airport? Uh, well, I mean, you do your own thing in an airport. Security people might, you know. But, but like, yeah, but I mean, with people kind of hanging around and, you know, I don't know, maybe in a smaller airport, but something as big, I assume O'Hare is huge, is it? Huge, but like, you can't move that much. Around. Still, yeah, I don't know. The same fella every day. Sit next to would a you re- would you, Do you recognise... I mean, like, you've worked with people here for years. You've had a clue who they are. You don't know their names. Yeah. You don't know that they work here. What's your point? I'm not in security. <laughs> I'm just saying it could be possible. That's all. You know, for somebody to just, you know... Would you take that much notice of a face? Unless they were had a very particular type of face. You know, if they stood out, had some sort of distinguishing characteristics, maybe... Listen so you, you noticed about them. You're so, you're so judgmental. You're like, I'm not in security. You're there and saying, you work with someone every day, and would I know them? Of course I'd know who they were. If I worked with someone every day, if I came in and the same person was in the same place, I swear to God, every morning, Jerry, you do this to me. <laughs> every morning. It's unbelievable. It makes oh. me feel like I don't know what's going on. I'll tell you, Jerry, so- this is the last straw. <laughs> He was shipped back, I assume, then, was he? No, he's not. He was released because they can't you know, ship him back to you know, the, best, in the same country. The best thing of all would be that if they literally, right, that's it. No, get, get him out of here. Get him on a flight to L.A. Yeah, just there's a delay on that flight. He's going to have to be here for a while. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah, it's delayed. He's got, I've been stuck here for ages. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online, available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. 
It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit Bridge! Uh, the Classic Hit Bit is worth 1,700 euros on the uh, Classic Hit Bit this morning. Here's what it sounds like. What? Uh, what a pile of cash to give away the blue Monday. What? Uh, I thought you were literally going to turn around and say, What a sound that is. What a sound that is. Oh, oh. Is there a nicer sound in the world? Oh, maybe the sound of a metal tray hitting off someone's head, but that's about it. Uh, <sighs> other than that, definitely not. Emily O'Driscoll from Waterford, the number one county Way! in Ireland. Hey! 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 Oh, sure. Emily, you've already won, for God's sake. You've, <laughs> you've won at life living in Waterford, you have. I know, it's beautiful down there, isn't it? <laughs> You're obviously pr- a proud Waterford resident or whatever. Absolutely, no, Waterford. <laughs> yeah. Definitely Waterford. <laughs> there you go, yeah, number one county, the most livable county in Ireland. You're going to have, they're all going to be, fl- you'll be like Wicklow now. They'll be flooding in, sneaking over the border and everything. Oh, to get you used. have to be careful of that. <laughs> oh, you're here. Build that, that wall. Build that wall. Build <laughs> that wall. Oh, look at Build you. that wall. Oh, God. Uh, right, so Emily, let's try and make you even happier this morning. 1,700 quid, double money Monday. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking that it's the ream. Things can only get better. Right, a uh, bit of guaranteed Irish, right? We're heading to uh, county number, what was it, number seven, six on the <laughs> Number list? six on the number list. Number six, Galway, yes. yes. Over to county number six. From county number eight. <laughs> where, where Magical Mike is standing by. How are you, Mike? In fairness, lads, I think we'll all agree that will bump up the list the longer I live here. But anyway, uh, it is oh, wrong. Oh, <laughs> It's wrong, Emily. I'm so sorry. Oh, dear. Uh, But look, Emily, the only thing is you can still de-ream and things can only get better for you, right? (laughs) I'll tell you something. It's a good job Emily lives in the number one county in the the country, country, isn't it? It is, definitely. Otherwise, that is... Because that's not a point to devastate anybody. (laughs) Emily, have a great day. Take care of yourself. Have a great one. Cheers. Bye-bye. Andy Dixon has been waiting patiently. How are you, Andy? Not too bad, lad, not too bad at all, Andy. What county are you in this morning? I'm in county number eight, the real number one. Though. Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> there you go. I tell you, it's gas, isn't it? The dubs and the cork folk, they're just, you, you, they can't, you can't, like, it's that old joke about how do you know when someone's from Dublin or Cork? It's like, well, they'll tell <laughs> they'll you tell straight you. away. They'll exactly, tell you. exactly. <laughs> uh, so which, I, bit of, which bit of Dublin are you in, Andy? What are you up to? Are you working or are you at home or what? You're going to work now at the minute, keeping the streets clean for all these lovely people in South County Dublin. Good oh, for you, Andy. Good, good yeah. for you. Remember, those, remember the good old days when PJ used to live in South County Dublin? Were you that good? <laughs> ah, there was a lot more cleaning up to be done. What's yeah. that when he was there? <laughs> you two are a disgrace. Do you know that? Uh, (laughs) All right, so Andy, 1,700 quid. Let's try and get this sorted. What do you think? I think it's Trey and Drops of Jupiter. Great song. I love that song. Fantastic song. song. Right, Michael, what's the story with that one? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt it is a choo-choo tune, all right. Oh, Um, jeepers. (laughs) Come on. Come on, give me that one, Jim. Give me that one, Jim. Come on, then. You can't have this. All right. Anyway, it's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> oh, lucky. Oh, Cheers, Andy. Andy. Take care of yourself. Cheers. See you, boss. Good luck. Nah, that's all right. Choo, choo, choo. I'm sorry. That's good fun. Oh, do you know the weird thing about it is though that when, when he came out with that pun, do you don't think they came back into my head? No. Was that a Simpsons episode? Oh, I choo, choo, choose you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done, Michael. Well done. Right. It means uh, no winner for us on Double Money Monday, so it rolls on to uh, to Niall Boylan. 
Half past one today. Another Half chance. past one, yeah. Another chance at the 1700 quid. Still double money Monday, obviously. Oh, yeah, uh, chance to turn listen. your blue Monday around. Yeah, get on to the classic hits. Have a listen and to read all the wrong answers. That's important now at this stage. Absolutely. And don't forget the clue. Big is the clue. Have a go with Niall later on. Down Under from Men at Work here at Classic Hits. Nine minutes past eight on this Monday, 18th of January. Thank you so much for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Blue Monday, of course, they tell us it is traditionally the uh, third Monday, is it, in the The third Monday of January, yeah. Is normally the the worst day. Once you get through this, it's all downhill. Or or should it be uphill? I never know the answer to that. Because both of them have sort of negative connotations to them. And I never know which one is which. Better. Let's just say that. It's supposedly get better. Anyway, look, we're trying to make it better, trying to take the edge off your blue Monday. We've had uh, double money Monday. We didn't manage to give away the cash and oil boiling. Has that on the way uh, a bit later on? We've still got the breakfast table quiz. Day one, a brand new PJ and Jim classic hits hoodie up for grabs on that. And, you know, they say honesty is the best policy. I'm not 100% sure I completely agree with that. But anyway, honesty apparently is the best policy. And obviously... The people behind this restaurant have decided that um, that that's very much the case. Well, look at that. You know, when you start a job, especially Jim, like when you start, you know, they, there's always these rules of never tell the truth, even if you have your own opinion. Like tell people what they want to hear and all. You know, when you start to hear this, you know, the it's not a guideline is starting a new job. Go in there and lie through your teeth. I think so. Like when we started here, I remember they were saying, no matter what you think of the music, always say it's good. But we just couldn't resist it when Simply Red came on. <laughs> Like we actually do like the music, but we're there, ah, oh, here, that's Simply Red, and UB40, we're like, ah, oh, here, you have to draw a line in the sand sometime, you know? Uh, so they sort of say these things, especially in a restaurant, like if you went to a lovely fancy restaurant, and you sat down, and you says, oh, um, is the fish good? Do people like the fish? And he says, honestly, it's says poison. You're not going to have it. Yeah. So- and they always say, I mean, that menus in restaurants at the best of times, they always, people talk about them reading well. Yes. So they could make, exactly. they could make chips sound like they were some sort of highfalutin yeah. old cuisine potato goujons <laughs> <laughs> sprinkled That's with a, salt and pepper with yeah, a seasoned with yeah, yeah Himalayan pink salt yeah, with hardened cow juice butter are you talking about butter on chips <sighs> yes yeah yes yeah, yeah. so you're right yeah exactly uh, and this guy Fei Gang Fei is his name and he runs this um, Chinese restaurant in, in uh, Montreal in Canada right yeah and he got fed up with it. He got fed up with the lion. You know, all of this sort of letting on and trying on. And he just decided he wanted to be more honest. And then he was saying it on the phone. People were ringing saying, what's the chicken? And he goes, all right, yeah. And he started saying, honestly, I'm not into it. I, I, think, it's, I think it's fairly crap now, to be honest. This and was be- his restaurant. Yeah, and people thought it was funny. So he's written it on the menu, right? So just here's some stuff that's written on his menu. And because he's done it, he's now busier than ever. Because people really feel they can trust something if he thinks it's okay. Right. Right. So here you go. So uh, general ch- chow chicken he has in the menu. And he describes it. He goes, this one isn't really that great. Um, I, I'd be more into the orange beef, which we don't make. And to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of North American Chinese food at all. But look, it's your call. That's what it says on the menu. Oh my god! Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? So, I don't like. You won't like the dish that I do. You probably would like a dish, but I don't do it. I don't do it. And to be honest with you, overall, why are you trying to ring me looking for yeah, Chinese food here anyway? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, this is a wow. Sin. That's uh, an unusual business approach, you'd have to say. Here's another one, right? This is a great one. It has um, pork. Is this the pork strips one? Yeah. So this is for pork strips. And he goes, don't let the name of this fool you. It's not authentic Chinese food at all. And I am definitely not a fan. 
Wow. That's right, the next one. Yeah. And Brilliant. Then, and this is the one that actually sort of ended up with people ringing them all the time. Now he says it's such an exciting and busy time. It's fantastic. Uh, he says um, some people like were ringing up and they would be so... He used to get really upset when people would send back the food saying it's not what I thought it would be as yeah. well. You know, they would send it back and he says, right, well, that's not fair to them either. I'm going to be honest, you know. And then there's this other one, another pork dish, um, pork fried intestines. And he describes it as the intestines are fried and it's really dry, far too dry, actually, compared to our stir-fried pork. Uh, I'd recommend the former one, to be honest with you. This one isn't great. Under the mouth-watering chicken, that's the name of the um, of the dish, he writes, to be honest, we're not 100% satisfied with this at all, but we do think this one's going to get better very soon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and on the footnote of his menu, you know the way they have some places have a footnote, like it's like always the best or something like that, you know? Yeah. He has, um, we are just not the best. Maybe a little above average. <laughs> Thank you for dining. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's just and so this is going down the storm now. People are loving this. People are loving it. And, now pe- and then people are going against the menu. It's great. Now the complaints, right? He started getting complaints. Except the complaints are like this, right? So the complaints, some of them are like, apparently your menu said this was not very good. I loved it. So I have to say, I have to, they're taking issue with him playing oh down his food. Oh my God, it's like a positive complaint. It's positive complaints. People Why did saying, you say that wasn't great? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, people say it's not too dry at all. It's lovely. You just put a bit of sauce on. <laughs> It's really nice. That's the weirdest yeah. ever. And he's like, I haven't time for this. You ringing up complaining about me saying it's too bad. If you like it, just keep buying it, you know? Uh, so it's brilliant. And he's uh, because his business has been so, uh, has surged, basically, uh, and he's an immigrant. He's only been in Canada for the last 14 years. What he's done now is he's put another room on, which he's using for French and English classes. So other immigrants can sort of learn the language and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, he's, so he's pushing the goodwill around, you know? He's saying he knows what it's like to arrive into a country and have to toe the line and not say what's really on your mind and maybe you can't communicate the way you would like to. And now he's really, he's over-communicating if everything. He's a gas man. I'd love to see this in Ireland more often. I'm dying to see what it'd be like. I'm wondering, debating whether or not to let you loose on, you know, to use your honesty policy on the show, like, in, you know. In for, here? Yeah, for general things. Songs, features, just in general, you know. Oh. Just wondering what, what would happen if it was the... No, let you completely loose. Jeepers, that's a terrible thing to do. We could get in trouble. Clueless, hairy owl lads, but it's definitely a bit of crack. <laughs> wow, that's the new strap line for the show, yeah. is it? Music's not bad at all. Fairly deadly, except for those UB40 and Simply Red Egypts. Gets fairly desperate after that. Clocks from Coldplay at 20 past 8 here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 if you need to give us a shout. Eleanor's been on, PJ, right? Yeah, what's she saying? Somebody here in Ireland who um, has obviously, well, maybe they were ahead of the game. I mean, you were giving kudos to our friend in Canada. Yes. With his uh, Chinese restaurant and being honest with <laughs> Sounds his, like a great on his menus and all that sort of stuff. Check this out. Eleanor was on. To say, uh, she sent us a picture, right? She says, my eyelash therapist. Who knew it was an eyelash, eyelash therapist? therapist. Mm. I did not know that, that, was it, that. that was the way that this, the job description worked. Fair play, Eleanor, having her own eyelash therapist. <laughs> anyway, the slogan on our business card, and she's literally sent us a picture of it. Lee Lashes. I'm not the best, but never bad. Ah, uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Do you remember during the elections? Not was the this, best, but never it's bad. It's deadly, isn't it? Yeah. There was a, during the elections, there was this poster going around about a politician in Thailand, I think it was. Right. And his election campaign was, I'll do my best, 
Yeah, uh, and I thought that was that's what a great campaign that is. Like no problem. They should have that. Somebody, I guarantee you could win an election. You know, like a local election or a, you know some whatever. If you literally went on the on the the slogan of best of a bad bunch. Best, yeah, that's very good. If you put yourself forward, as look, best of a bad best bunch, of a bad really. bunch. I like yeah. you. I think you'd sweep the boards. That's what I top the pole. That's not my slogan to be. No promises, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah. That'd be my slogan. Yeah, yeah. no promises. Actually, but I'll no, try. your one would be better if it was like I failed at everything else, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, more than qualified. Failed at so many Failed yeah. at everything More than qualified That would be it Yeah Failed at everything else There must be something I'm good at Maybe this That's too long of a slogan Yeah um, But along those lines You know you're trying to get across The idea that look Sooner or later I have to find something I'm going to excel at This could be it Yeah Maybe I'll just put a PJ Gallagher Vote PJ Gallagher Number one A for effort <laughs> Actually what you should do is A for effort Brackets Sorry, that starts with an E. Sorry, it's an E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what, uh, look, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot, I tell you, the old Blue Monday thing is, uh, it's getting into people. People are angry. Really angry? Yeah, yeah, I've really noticed upset. A, an angrier thing on the, on the old day. Um, well, you can't blame people, I suppose, so for being be, a... It must be getting into people. Um, uh, but anyway, who, now who, let me find out who this is again. This is uh, Adam. has been on. He's having yeah, a what's rant. What's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Wants, he wants, he basically uh, wants all sort of deli and sandwich makers yeah. To understand what a bit of brown sauce means if you're having it on your sandwich. He's complaining, basically. He says he's a Brit oh, blow-in for they 17 over, years. They oversauce. And he's basically saying everybody oversauces his sandwiches. Oh, you do. You have to. I know what he means. You have to do the whole. Now, listen, a tiny bit. You have to go like that. And the tiny, and the tiniest bit of brown, you have to do all. You have to be like, you have right. to overemphasize. That's what I found. And then they do the whole thing where they, they nearly, they look at you in the eyes and they, <laughs> bit more than that. Okay, just you're you're and you're taking yeah. you're taking the mic out of me now. Le- <laughs> yeah, and then you less is more. Less is like, more. Okay, basically, until do, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, mayonnaise. Do you ever ask for a, lot, a, a bit of extra mayonnaise or something? Oh my god, you can't even get the ingredients. She'd be using the mayonnaise as hair gel for a week after <laughs> so much they put in. <laughs> Anyway, 087 if you need to give us a shout. Addicted to love, Robert Palmer here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Day one of the breakfast table quiz. Nothing to beat on a Monday, so that's always a, an incentive to get on and have a go. Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp. Let him know if you fancy playing. 087 we have our uh, PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodie up for grabs. And also, um, uh, just on the way towards the breakfast table quiz, this is kind of, it's hard to describe whether this story is kind of like a good news story or a bad news story. It's a, mad, a, it's a mad news story. Yeah. This is a mad news story. So there's this lad, right? Or there's this woman is actually where this starts. So it's, you know, carjackings go on. Yeah. Uh, in the States, it's a big thing. You know, carjackings, people swiping the car. And I suppose because of extreme weather in some parts, like people will, you know, hop out and leave the engine if there's Running, yeah, stuff, all yeah. So this woman, she uh, pulled up. She had a four-year-old sitting in the car. But she needed milk and she needed some meat for the dinner. She pulled up outside the shop and just ran in. In Beaverton, small little town, runs in uh, to get the meeting, and the carjacker jumped into her car and headed off with her child in the back. Unbelievable. So that's where it's a bad news story. My God, crime, thieving the car with the child in the car. Yeah. Shocking. Well, shocking. And the kid then says hello, and your man looks back and realises there's a child in the car. So he goes, oh, here, I can't do this. So he turns the car around, brings it back, right? He gets out of the car. He waits for the mother. 
And she comes and he goes, do you know what you are? You're a disgrace, he goes. <laughs> You're a disgrace. You go into the shop, you leave a four-year-old in the back of the car, you leave the engine running. He actually says, anything could have happened. <laughs> Somebody like me could have come along and stolen it. Yeah, and the story gets even worse from there, right? He gives her, anything could have happened. He goes, if I see you doing that again, I'm calling the police. <laughs> then... This is the guy who stole the the car. He says, if I see you do that again, if I see you leave a child in the back of a car and walk off, I'm calling the police. And then he goes, open the back door, goes, come here, you. Here's the young fella out, gets into the car and goes, disgraceful, and drives off in her car. (laughs) So he stole it in the end. It's unbelievable. So he's not only talking about adding insult to injury, literally, so he stole the car in the end, but only after he'd given her what for for leaving her kids. Threatened to call the police. This is what's amazing. He threatened to call the police, slams the door, disgraceful, and drives off in her car. Drives off in indignation. Yeah, and some people. Leaving a woman and her child on the side of the road with no way of getting home. And, and gobsmacked, no yeah. doubt. And him driving off, changing the radio station, going, geez, some people. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's really is yeah. scumbags out there. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Twisted logic of a lunatic. You know, the, the twisted lunatic. Whether or not that woman uh, maybe did wrong, which I would say every parent in the world would make well, that mistake. If it's a small state, town environment, maybe she felt she knew the kind of lie of the know land everybody. or whatever. You can probably see out the window and everything and, you know, he'd be running. Yeah. You don't want him to get cold, doing her best, in a rush. And she runs in and then she gets lectured by a carjacker. <laughs> And threatens to call the police and then slams the door of her car in a temper. I didn't realise the last bit. I mean, when you were saying that there was a bizarre story on the way about something like that and you were giving me the outline. Yeah. I kind of was thinking it goes from bad to good. Okay, he stole the car, bad. But he returned it. So, like, you know, that's the good heart. He returned it. No, no child. You know, his mother, yeah. blah, blah. She'd be worried sick. Oh, yeah. All that. I thought, okay, you'd well, change your heart. He came back. You think that the damage I could think, have caused, I could have caused so much torment for this family. I'm going to change my ways. But the fact that he was, got the kid out of the car the kid, said, yeah. now, listen, don't let me ever see this happen again. Yeah. Cut into the car and drove up. Yeah. Stayed you. <laughs> you deserve Get a taxi and think about what you've done wrong today. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is Try to get the biggest score on the next call Get some more It's the Breakfast Table Quiz The Breakfast Table Quiz With Kilmartin Educational Services In class or online Learn and revise safely And get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie Day one, of course, means nothing to beat. Uh, nobody on the leaderboard at the moment on the breakfast table quiz. So whatever we score today will set the standard for the rest of the week as everybody tries to get their hands on this exclusive classic hits PJ and Jim hoodie full of purpley goodness. We're going to have to get like winner, winner chicken dinner written on the back, although that would ruin the look of it. I think that would, yeah. At that, least. That would certainly take some of the fashion edge off it, buddy. Yeah, and in fairness, nobody is winning a chicken dinner. It's the hoodie you win. <laughs> Correct. Uh, which is even more important. Patrick McGreevy is going to play this morning, though he's going to set the standard for the week. How are you, Patrick? How are you doing? Not too well. Not too Super. bad. What's the story with you, Patrick? Where are you this morning? Uh, I'm down in Galway here now. I'm just looking after the kids here for the day. Good stuff. So is that keep them occupied? Is that like a is that, that a regular day to day occurrence? No, look, no, no, just today. Just, just today. Oh, right, yeah. very good. Okay, right. So you weren't listening earlier to see that Galway was named the sixth greatest county in Ireland. Uh, 
it should have been one. I know this is great. You're doing, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, Patrick. We're trying to play everyone against each other. We're looking for a bit of chaos this morning. Uh, right, so are you ready to go with this? Right, you? Give it a shot, sir, yeah. No right, okay. 60 seconds, Patrick, to get as many as you can. Uh, you'll be top of the leaderboard regardless, but fingers crossed. Best of luck. Here we go. What is the name given to a young lion? A cub. What popular doll, a rival to Barbie, had a boyfriend named Paul? Cindy. Which colour is traditionally associated with a coward? Yellow. Which pop band had a, cr- had a hit in 1967 with All You Need Is Love? Uh, Beatles. In biology, a tonsillectomy is a surgical removal of what? Tonsils. What D is a book that lists and explains the meanings of words? Dictionary. Guacamole is a dip or spread that originates from what country? I, I didn't hear, sorry. Guacamole, where is it from? Oh, Italy. It's Mexico. By which title is the wife of a duke known? A duchess. What type of animal is a finch? A bird. The nape is a common term for the back of what part of your body? Neck. What colour flag is the universal symbol for surrender or truce? White. During what festival are pumpkins decorated? Halloween. In the sentence, I love you, what word is the object? Love. You, in which film did Julia Roberts star as a legal assistant who uncovers illegal dumping of toxic waste? Uh, pass. Erin Brockovich, Luxembourg has a border with Belgium, Germany and what other country? France. That's the yes. one. Oh, Patrick, you did very well there. Yeah. Very well. Well but, done, Patrick. You've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> if it wasn't for Aaron Brockovich and her extraordinarily long sentence, uh, you might you would have done even better again. Even better. Right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh my no, god. Last it's week's bad. winning score, wasn't it? Yeah, and that is the highest Monday score we have had in a very, very long time. Well, hopefully, you now purple is my favourite colour. Well, that's ah, it. Of course it is. And you look fantastic in it, Patrick. No two ways about it. Listen, well done, sir. That's a cracking start. Cheers, Have a good day. Cheers, Cheers yeah, man. Too, right? Take, Take care. care. Bye-bye Thanks. now. Kylie Minogue spinning around here at Classic Hits, Simple Minds, Big 80s Classic ahead of that. Don't you forget about me. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday, Monday 18th of January, meant to be Blue Monday. We're doing our best to take the edge off that for you. CSI on the way very shortly as well. Stick with us for that. That's to come. But um, but something that's very close to, to PJ and myself's uh, heart, right? Yeah. And I have to say, we're sort of on different ends of this particular scale because I struggle a lot with the old snoozes at the times that I'm supposed to snooze. Like night times, you know, I'm supposed to get your proper whatever, seven hours or whatever you're supposed to get. Whatever, yeah. Um, I, I do tend to doze. I can't stop myself. If I sit down at all during the day... The, you, this is your problem. The, the droopies... This is your problem. Can't, actually, I'll take that back. This is your problem. You, you never want all, to associate yourself with the term the droopies. You have an awful <laughs> bad case of the droop. <laughs> no. You do? The dozing off is what I was talking about. Whereas you... You turn sleeping into an Olympic sport. You, you love your sleep. I know, but I'm very lucky. I don't suffer with the droop at all during the day. <laughs> I'm into bed asleep. That's the end of it. Uh, that's the crack. And yeah, but even if I even if I don't snooze or doze or whatever during the day, I still find that I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's obviously some sort of weird psychological thing. Yeah, like because it doesn't exist at weekends. Weekends when I go to bed much later, I sleep much better. But then, would you sleep till what time? Well, you know what I mean? Like, if I don't you go to bed till midnight or whatever, oh, I'll, I'll get me full eight hours, sure, or sometimes more. This is your problem. Midnight? <laughs> Who goes to bed at midnight only? Out, out insane party Criminals and all. Criminals. Criminals. That's your... Uh, midnight. But for what is it, though? Like, it's I just... A, I find... I don't know what it is. It's like there's a built-in resistance to me to have to go to bed at half eight or nine o'clock like we normally do during the week. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I know what you're saying, but here's the problem, right? Because if you kept a real routine, you'd sleep better. Right. So there's this woman, she went, she can't see her sleep, much like yourself, she's all over the place. And she took to the internet and she's on the Daily Mail and all today saying, please help me, please, I'm all over the place. She gets the droopers in the middle of the day, <laughs> then she can't stop sleep saying, in the middle of the night. Stop saying the droopers. Yeah. That was an accident. Well, she gets the she gets the the, the snooze. The noddies. She gets the noddies right yeah. in the middle of the day. Then she goes to bed. She can't get sleep at all. Then she's waking up and she's exhausted. And then she's getting the noddies and all. So she's asking people, and some people are like, you know, giving her some of the most useless advice I've ever seen. They're saying, "Here's some magic spells I got from my <laughs> local witch and all." They're getting, you know, people That's, go mad. I love that. Yeah, here's. Some I'll tell you what spells. you should do, right? If you rub an onion behind your ear. Yeah. And then you put that in a press and you forget about it for about six weeks. I know. I know. Put this onion in the press, right? And rub it on the back of your ears before you... All this old stuff, right? And then other people giving probably good advice, but quite impractical advice. As, you know, people saying, uh, I think you should do some medium to low-level yoga exercise. No one's going to do that in the middle of the night when they're tired. They're not, it's not going to happen. Here's what it comes down to. Here's what you need to do. Okay. You have to stick to the routine, Jim. You've <sighs> got to stick to the routine. So I have to go to bed at half eight on a, sa- a Friday and Saturday night? Half eight? Half eight's the middle of the night. Eight o'clock, Jim. <laughs> you do what I do. Eight, eight o'clock. You do down. not go to bed at eight o'clock on a weekend night, a Friday and a Saturday night, do you? I go to bed the same time every night. Unless something tragic happens. Yeah, I, actually, like, hang on a second. I've just, I, I forget the penny's to turn just on the dropped cooker. here. What? When you go to bed, do you sleep? Or do you be interfering with technology and all? I do, well, okay, I'll be honest with you, right? One of the tips they give you for getting a good night's sleep is to use the bed only for sloop. Right, for sloop. sloop. You see? I got you me, see, that's revenge for slagging the droops. I got me droopy sleep. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so yeah. And they say, don't bring technology into the bedroom. That's the biggest faux pas you can do. The bed is for sleep, and you train your brain to know... That your bed is for sleep. I don't know how I get away with this rule, but I do not do that. I no. watch telly in bed. I eat in bed. I eat jellies under the covers. <laughs> re- looking at me Netflix. How old are you? Four. I eat jellies under the covers. What sort of an admission is that? Who doesn't do that? Why do you have to eat them under the covers? To make your fridge your mouth. To make a mini cinema for yourself from underneath the covers. It's all dark now. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So you have your iPad or whatever you're watching, your phone, whatever. Me and la- you pull laptop, the co- yeah, me laptop. You pull the covers over your head. Yeah, sit there with me fruit so pastels the- and all. <laughs> yeah. Or me star mix I had last night. I had no fruit pastels. I had to do star mix last night. That's What a revelation yeah. that is. Yeah, because the kids can't come and see me man anymore, so I'm eating me niece's star mix. Um, so, yeah, so I, underneath the... Uh, you do know, like, that you're into, like, you know, you are a grown, middle-aged man. You are allowed, like, you know, sit wherever you like and eat your star mix and watch the... You don't have to pull the covers over your head and make a pretend fort. I'm not... I'm not going to be lectured to by some staying up till midnight criminal. (laughs) (laughs) Your outrageous activity. I'm supposed to be lecturing you when you go to bed and here's you lecturing me on how to behave in it. This is an awful incre- time of events. Oh, that's incredible. Tell you something. I just had a, a realisation. If that never go, went wrong in my life, PJ would be that person who'd be on the news going, I, I, yeah, no, there was always something weird about him. Sure, there was weekends there. He wouldn't go to bed till midnight. Midnight. <laughs> midnight. And he'd wake up in the no, morning. criminal behaviour. Yeah, some Saturday nights I heard he'd be up and all. He'd be eating dinner at 10 o'clock. <laughs> what sort of... 
Only people that do that are criminals and Spanish people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Criminals and Spanish people. They eat our dinner very late there, down in Spain. Very oh. late, they have their dinner. Right, okay, there. so you still haven't given me a... T- okay, the routine. Oh, sorry, so the right, routine. I'm struggling with so, the routine. So stay off technology, they say. Stay off technology. Okay, well, you're right? struggling with that one. Uh, yeah, I'm struggling, but I'm getting away with it. Maybe it's because, you know, I have such a cosy environment in my little house tent. Uh, yeah. I mean, literally, you're you're pumping sugar into yourself under the covers while watching a laptop, and that's yeah. And you're getting away with it. I know, but I if, I know, but I, if I drank a tea now, it'd be a chamomile or something like that, you know, which never a goes chamomile. well. With, yeah, a chamomile. It never goes well with jellies. The chamomile tea. No. I will say it's a terrible no, mix. Not a good thing. I keep doing it though. It works for me. Right. Have you any other tips I can take? Routine. Yeah, they say um, basically like say say if like you you, you have to. Um, Come, go to bed late one of the nights, right? Okay. So what they say is don't just get into bed and try and go to sleep straight away. Build up a routine for yourself. So if you would normally brush your teeth, do a thing, you know, turn something down in the house, do yeah. a little bit of preparation, do all of that because it starts to put your brain into the uh, into the mode. It clicks it into the, oh, we are now going to get ready to go to sleep mode. Right, okay. So for, my, so for instance, if I came home at midnight... Like I say, I was out trying to catch criminals or something, right? And I came home at midnight. I would still have to set up my jelly fort. <laughs> yeah. Because to train the brain that this is now yeah. getting ready to go asleep. Time. So you'd have to set up Castle Haribo <laughs> and have it ready and everything and all that. And you'd have to get into your Thomas the Tank Engine PJs and all, would you? Well, I tell you something. I didn't know you could get them in adult sizes. But now that you've... Now that you, I'll be all, all over them now.